Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, man. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Look at that beautiful river, Key. What is Not that? That's the river. That's the East River. No, what I'm saying is a tugboat. That's or what a, is that? That's just... It's a boat. <laughs> it's a boat. And it's on the river, and it's uh, crossing under the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, that's, that's the Manhattan Bridge. Is that? Come on, man. Know your bridges. Well, I, oh, no, that's Manhattan Bridge, right. Know your bridge. You from New York don't even know your bridges, man. I, 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 I just saw got the base here. of the bridge. I just got, you should know from the base of the bridge, son. It was just a, <laughs> son? Oh, you're giving me that now? <laughs> <laughs> We're going Brooklyn late nights? Oh, man. Uh, Alan Hahn with, in with Key. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, by the way, is the number. Um, as we mentioned in the previous hour, Saquon Barkley gets to practice yesterday. He's targeting week one. Mm-hmm. Wants to play week one against Denver. Hoping to be back by then. There's a timeline. There's, you know, obviously uh, they've got to be careful with him. They'll wrap him in bubble wrap for the most part um, in practice and pro- more than likely preseason as well. But coming off ACL, He's a critical piece of their offense. Yes. Is he the most important piece of their offense, or is Daniel Jones still – because it's quarterback. Is Daniel Jones still the guy that's going to decide whether or not this is going to be an offense that can I – mean, you said it would be – it'll be – you said it be decent, offense. right? Yeah. Is Daniel Jones, though, the more important piece of the two to make sure that they are decent. a decent offense? No, it's Saquon Barkley. It Saquon, is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, because if you got Saquon Barkley back there, now you create – it's an advantage for your offense and Daniel Jones because if I'm the defense, I'm not. You're gonna have to show me. If you're gonna have to show me that Daniel Jones can beat man on man coverage, one on ones. I know Saquon Barkley can do some work in the backfield. So I'm eight nine man in the box all day long until Daniel Jones Remember, brings me out of the situation. Daniel Jones can run. It's the one yeah, thing that we, that we know about him. Yeah, but eight nine man box doesn't stop. It doesn't preclude Daniel Jones from running it eight nine man box will prove to us that he can throw the football yes. down the field yeah so what I want to do from a from a defensive standpoint is load the box mm-hmm. and force you to come out of running the ball to Saquon Barkley and put the balls in Daniel put the ball in Daniel Jones's hands mm-hmm. to now deliver it to his new shiny toys mm-hmm. can he do that well his issue has without been- without Saquon on the field I could just drop everybody back yeah. and allow them to just. Well, he was the one doing do a lot of the running for them last year, and the problem. See, Dan Jones has a turnover issue, but it's not as much interceptions as it is fumbles. Like his issue has been hanging on to the football himself. If Does he can he have little it, hands, Bart Scott calls him uh, Junior Whopper hands. I, I, I can't just small the small burger. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's the whole. That's the reference. You I don't, don't need. That, really, that took a lot of air out of the room right there. Bum, um, bum, bum. <laughs> well, it's, but the point is, is yes, I think he does have <laughs> that issue. But he is also now, as we talk about the next man up kind of thing, the quarterback class, is Saquon was in the 18 draft, the Giants opted not to go for one of those quarterbacks. Josh Allen was on the table at number two, and they decided not to go there. I know, I know. Um, but – they went with Daniel Jones at number six in the following year's draft. So Daniel Jones is there. Kyler Murray goes number one. It was a couple other quarterbacks in this draft, including Drew Locke, including Jared Stidham, Gardner Minshew, and Dwayne Haskins. But these two have been the most successful of, the, of that quarterback class, of that draft. They have been so far. All right, so for a guy like Daniel Jones, and you know, as Baker Mayfield's waiting to get paid, Lamar Jackson waiting to get paid, this is a big year to decide whether or not if you're the Giants, you're paying him. Like we talked about with yeah, Kyler Murray not, and Cliff Kingsbury saying, I hope 
Kyler Murray gets this contract because that means he had a phenomenal year. Which means that I'm going to get an extension as a head coach, which means that we're going to win a whole lot of games and be in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And which means that I'm going to be here to see, you know, it through for the next six, seven years as a head coach. So it's important for Kyler Murray to be successful, for Kyler Murray to do the things that he was drafted to do as the number one overall pick. They have yet to be in the playoffs. They have yet to really make a dent in the NFC West. They've won some games. They beat the, the Seattles and the San Franciscos. They've, they've made you go, oh, okay, okay, here, there, yeah. a couple of highlights here, there. Well, they had a- but they never have given – they haven't given you – the Arizona Cardinals haven't given you this mad belief and hope that, oh, they've arrived. So they've got a long ways to go as far as that goes. So when you are judging Kyler Murray, you cannot judge him based on Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. They're – as far as the team, organization, everything, they so far ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, it's not even funny. Okay? It's not now, even again, funny. Now, again, the Cardinals did make additions. I mean, A.J. Green now adds to the weapons that what Kyler is, Murray what, has. And A.J. Green, if A.J. Green could be A.J. Green of six years ago, we don't know what A.J. Green is because based on last year, A.J. Green didn't do anything. The year before that, he was hurt. So we just don't know if there's a rebirth in the desert for A.J. Green. J.J. Watt. I mean, he, we, we all love J.J. Watt as, as Bart Scott would like to call him, Captain America, mm-hmm. everything. He's a good football player, but what is J.J. Watt today versus what he was yesterday? Now, all of those sort of things, you got Chandler Jones not happy. So we don't know what the Arizona Cardinals are going to be to even make a strong commitment. What, what if the Cardinals fall flat on their face this year? Are you running it back again with Cliff Kingsbury? Or are you bringing in a new head coach? I'd have to see what fall on their face looks like. Six wins. Well, but again, is it inju- seven wins? Is it injury riddled? Yeah, because the extra week. Is it injury riddled? Is it? Is there something that doesn't matter led to it? Doesn't matter. It, you win seven games. You win seven games, and do, are you running that back again as an owner? And if you are running that back again as an owner, then what? Well, how about let's flip it. How about instead of that scenario, let's look at the other scenario. They are in. See, that's why to me, Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones is amazing. Daniel Jones is in a weak division, right? Arguably one of the weakest in the league. Last year at was least the it was. worst it was the division. Worst, last worst year, division. Right? the worst. Kyler Murray's in probably arguably the most competitive division. Yeah. Right in the league. In the league, most competitive. So they're in two different places when it comes to the scale of how you decide this is our guy of the future because if Kyler Murray doesn't make the playoffs but they have a winning record which could happen in that division I mean, could happen you could yeah so if that ha- like do you then say well no this because you working? because you can see the promise you got to understand that you've got you've got this the 49ers and what that defense can be and that offense potentially can be you've got the Rams and what that offense can be and what that defense can potentially be and then you got the Seattle uh, Seahawks and Russell Wilson and what that offense could be which you think could be a top four so, I mean, how do, you, how do you project or how do you look at Kyler Murray continuing to, to get better but yet just still not good enough to compete with those really good teams in his division versus Daniel Jones, who, other than the Cowboys, who else really looks like a formidable opponent? Well, Washington's a good football team. They made Defensively? Playoffs. They made the playoffs last year. Oh, come on. Come on. They made the playoffs yes, they, no yes, matter they, how they did it. Gifted, but yes. It don't matter. It does they matter. They still went to the playoffs. All right. It does not matter. They got a great defense and young. And if if Fitzy can do anything at the quarterback spot to hold it together for them, you never know what they might be. Philadelphia, I think, is just one of the teams that's kind of pushed aside. Daniel Jones and what he's capable of doing should be great. Galladay is over there. Yeah, he's not 
one of the top five receivers in the NFL or anything up. like that. But it's, it's a, a solid, it's a solid pickup. Mm-hmm. You got Ingram uh, over there at at the tight end spot. You you just uh, signed Rudolph from Minnesota in free agency. You got Shepard back. Saquon Barkley is healthy. You should have an offense that can put up some points and do some things. And if that's the case, and if Daniel Jones isn't holding them back, mm-hmm. getting them into the playoffs would be a big leap. Daniel Jones, right now, even if he got to the playoffs, is not a $150 million guaranteed quarterback. I was going there next. But he is, the, he is one of the next guys up at that position to get an extension. It just won't be what we're seeing uh, All right. with these other quarterbacks. That's the only thing. You he's not, he's not going to be – He's not going to be the $150 million guarantee. So you answered no. that question because that, that's no. literally where I was trying to go is you say, all right, so it's always going to be who's next. And I just keep wondering, well, when does that stop? When do you get to an owner who's like, I, I know you're next to be paid, but I'm not giving you that commitment. Are these two guys in that category? You just said Baker Mayfield and the Browns are way ahead of where these guys are. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills, way ahead of where they are. That's why he got the money. Lamar Jackson's already got an MVP trophy. And, yeah. the, and he and the Ravens are already ahead of what these two guys are. So but once all, they get taken care of, all eyes now go on the next quarterback class. These two guys are the lead candidates to get that next extension. But they're not in or the either same guy, class even if they have a guys. good year. They're not in the same class as those guys, though. So they're not going to – they're not next man up then. No, they are. They are next man up, just not at that number. They're not at that number. They're, that's the only thing. They're just not at that number. But they have a, they have a prove me year to prove that they're worthy of an extension. Just not an extension like Josh Allen and Lamar and Baker Mayfield is getting. But they have extension. If they have an extension-worthy year, mm-hmm. then they'll probably get extensions. Extensions. Yeah. Right. But it, it's just not going to be at that level. No, so, it won't be at that so level. So this, this is where we'll see it at. Then right here. Why? Well, I don't mean forever. I just mean as far as the way you made it sound yesterday, I, I couldn't understand how it just keeps going. The next guy, he'll get a little more. Then the next guy, he'll get they a little more. They have to do. You can't keep doing that. Josh Allen can. It's got to be a team Josh or Allen's owner that showing, says, I'm not doing that. Josh Allen's showing improvement every single year yes. to the point where he got MVP votes. Right. We already know what Lamar is. Baker Mayfield, improvement every single year. It, he is Cleveland's quarterback. Mm-hmm. There is no decision to be made about his future in Cleveland unless they're crazy. Those guys are set in stone. There's still decisions to be made about Kyler Murray in Arizona because the decision to be made about Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, the general manager. They're all tied at the hip. They haven't been consistently showing positive results year in and year out where those other guys have. And then when you look at Daniel Jones, same thing. They haven't shown Daniel Jones since coming in. He hasn't given you steps yeah. and steps and steps. It's kind of like, should we draft another guy mm-hmm. here? Should we draft another guy here? That's where he's there's, at. And there's another big difference. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, they're connected, right? Connected. I don't think Joe Judge and Daniel Jones are connected. They, no. they do not. Now, of course, Gettleman, yes, he's connected to him, but the head coach is not, which makes that, of course, a different scenario for the Giants. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. Straight Talk Wireless 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed. May vary. Let's bring in Charles Davis, NFL on CBS analyst, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. And just Charles, let's let's just go right into this conversation about the amount of money, the amount of guarantee that Josh Allen got, and how we look at that now as a scale of okay, well, who's next? Because that's going to be a little bit more. 
You saw Josh Allen get a little bit more annually than Dak Prescott. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Lamar Jackson, they are on the, you know, they're next up. But as we look at the next class, next year's class for Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, it doesn't seem to match up. So the big money's coming for this for the twenty eighteen group, but it might not be there for twenty nineteen. Do you agree with that? I agree if they stay where they are in a certain level. Josh Allen's money went up because the Bills made that jump and went from not just a playoff team, but a true Super Bowl contender. They get to the AFC Championship game, and you guys know, it's well documented. What did we say about Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming? Accuracy was going to be the big issue. He's increased his accuracy by like 16 percentage points from rookie year to last year. Now, I don't know if he'll stay at nearly 70%. I expect him to stay no less than 65% throwing the football now. And that's why the jump happened, you know? So getting your team to the playoffs, solidifying where you are, and solidifying your team's spot for where you look forward, that'll jump your money up. I mean, Dak's money jumped up because the Cowboys made a huge mistake in not taking care of it earlier. I mean, big mistake. And Stephen Jones has even said it. You know, what were we thinking? I mean, Carson Wentz set the number for him. They could have come in right around there and been fine. Oops, big mistake. Now they had to pay more. I think in this case now we're looking at Kyler Murray, as you mentioned, Daniel Jones, playoffs, that'll get them money. No playoffs. And you did, you know, I think you hit it perfectly, guys. Keyshawn, you talked about it. Kyler Murray, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury, that Troyoka, extremely tied together. Because Steve Kime hired, hired Cliff Kingsbury with a losing record out of college. They drafted Kyler Murray after they drafted Josh Rosen the year before. Yeah, they're all tied in together. You know, Charles, I, 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 people think that I'm like anti-Kyler Murray, and I'm not. What I am is understanding that they haven't really done what was, what was ever promised to the Arizona Cardinal faithful in terms of finding Cliff Kingsbury, hiring him away from USC, moving on, like you said, from Josh Rosen, bringing in Kyler Murray, And I don't like this offense because I don't think long-term in the National Football League that you can have the success in which they bought into. So when I'm saying, hey, you're going to sign a quarterback to a long-term deal like Kyler Murray and give him a bunch of money when you're not sure about the head coach who can't get you into the playoffs, why would you ever do that? It makes no sense if I'm a new guy coming in and I'm looking for Peyton Manning or I'm looking for Josh Allen, and I got stuck with Kyler Murray. So that's where my complaints are. Yeah, and, and look, I'm, I'm with you on Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm anti is not the case at all. Ian Eagle and I and Evan Washburn were fortunate enough last year to do that Cardinals-Bills game mm-hmm. with the Hale Murray, as yes. Ian described it so perfectly, and he was a monster that day running it, throwing it, keeping plays alive, creating plays. Where they got hurt last year was down the stretch when Kyler Murray was banged up and the quarterback run game went away for them. That's a huge part of their offense. Remember, they were 6-3 and three at one point last year. Finished 8-8. Eight and eight. That was a team that was on track for the playoffs, and they're in the toughest division in football. And they made moves this offseason that in a lot of ways to me suggested they feel like they're just a player or two away from getting in. And what I'm seeing from them are those are moves that, that, that suggest that you're a player, two, player or two away from getting to the Super Bowl, and they didn't get to the playoffs. So the moves that they made have to pay off for them. But if they keep Kyler Murray healthy and really establish the run game, and you know now we've got you know Edmonds with an opportunity, and we'll see what happens from there. But 
for me, that's a team that if they do get to the playoffs, that money will be there for Kyler Murray. And I think he's a terrific quarterback, but they just got to keep him healthy. Charles Davis joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Um, it's difficult to repeat as a champion in this league. It's, that's an obvious statement. We haven't seen it since the Patriots <laughs> have done it. The Bucks right now come into training camp with pretty much the same roster that they had last year, the run-it-back yeah. idea for this team. Bruce Arians already complaining about the offense having bad practices, you know, lauding the defense, which I'm sure you love, how well the defense is played. <laughs> but, I mean, Key says this is not news. He, he said this is – it's right. no big deal. I just wonder, you know, that saying it's hard to eat when you're full. Can, can that just play in? Like you bring everybody back and it's sort of like – yeah, the desire to win another championship is there, but is the hunger there to do it? And does this team, will, you know, do you look at this team and wonder if they'll have that ability to get through a 17 week season now, 17 game season, and win another championship back to back? I really don't have that worry. I'm, I, you know, I'm more aligned with Keyshawn for this reason. Guys turn down money to make this return because Tom Brady's their quarterback. I don't think there's any question about it, okay? It's not just coming back and winning a Super Bowl. It's Tom Brady provides a real chance of doing that, and Shaq Barrett and all those other guys who had chances to go elsewhere and make more money said, you know something? Another title, another ring, the money's great, but that's what we're about. We're about history here. Bruce Arians complaining about their practices doesn't surprise me one bit. Remember, Bruce is the guy last year who jumped on Tom Brady a few times, yep. and the whole world was aghast. <gasps> and I laughed at myself. I absolutely cracked up because I will guarantee you prior to the season, after Tom signed, Bruce let him know, you know, I'm going to jump on you at times because if I can coach you, I can coach the entire team. Mm-hmm. If they hear me jump you, no one's safe. And if you handle that coaching, we'll be a better team. And Tom Brady's like, look, I escaped from Bill Belichick. I'm not worried about that at all. And you never heard Tom Brady complain about it. And I always thought there was a method to his madness. And I think there's one right now where he's complaining about the practices. And he doesn't want complacency, and that's the only thing that can hurt this team. So I'm not worried about it at all. I'm like, Keyshawn, to me, this is not news at this point. The only thing you worry about is if you get to midseason and they're about 500, do they think they can just turn it on? That's your only worry. I'm really not concerned at this point. Charles, what, what should the Chicago Bears do at quarterback? Should they roll the young pup and Justin Fields out there and just go with it, or should they mess around with Andy Dalton and see where that's at? I'm not a big believer in this day and age, Keyshawn, of if I'm drafting a quarterback high and I think he's re- I think he can play, of the old idea that he's going to sit around and learn and learn and learn. And people keep pounding at me. Well, Aaron Rodgers sat for three years. Well, he sat behind a Hall of Famer. Okay. You know, this guy sat around, yeah, okay, and I can show you examples of guys who played as rookies. Matt Ryan with a bad Falcons team, and they went 11-5. and five. Andy Dalton, for God's sakes, went to the playoffs right out of the gate, okay, with Cincinnati, playing as a rookie. If, if they think Justin Field is ready to play, I'm not a big believer in letting him sit around. I mean, they, they moved up to 11 to get him. I, I, go, and, I go for it and, and go get it right now. In fact... It might actually buy Matt Nagy a little more time mm-hmm. if you play the guy right out of the gate. It's one of those weird things like, okay, he's playing a rookie and he's bringing him along and you're seeing the potential. But that defense needs help with big plays and offense scoring points so that every game is not, can we hold him to 17? Can we hold him to 20? And see if we can win the ball game. If Fields is ready, 
I'm a believer in him playing right now. And and I'm looking at San Francisco with Lance and Garoppolo. I can't they've already said Lance is gonna play in situations. Mm-hmm. We already have a package for him. Mm-hmm. That suggests to me that he's coming along well. I'd say sooner rather than later. Would you put value into what Jimmy Graham said about him too? How he's he compared him to Russell Wilson, you know, really, you know, raving about him. Like, would you put value into the fact that vets are already saying, "Hey, this kid can play"? Absolutely. You know, you got to listen to the guys who've been out there and done it at a high level before. And I'm not a Jimmy Graham chronicler. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you how old I am. I actually covered Jimmy Graham playing basketball at the University of Miami. All right, so that tells you where I am on it. But I'm not a guy who's watched him and listened to every word he's ever said. But I don't believe there's this huge volume of Jimmy Graham with these outrageous statements. Like, he's not making comments all the time. So when he does make a comment, I probably should cock my ear and listen and say, whoa, 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 what's he talking about here? It's not the be-all, end-all, but it's a high praise for a young man to have a Jimmy Graham who's played with some pretty decent quarterbacks in his career. I mean, he's only been... Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. You might want to listen to what he has to say and value it. Hey, Charles, when, when was the last year you played? God, I you know Keyshawn, I came out. I you know I played at Tennessee, University of Tennessee, nineteen eighty six. Went to Cowboys camp. They recognized that I couldn't keep up with guys like you and cut me. So that was the last time I had on pads. Nineteen eighty seven in the summertime. In in in, in uh, Thousand Oaks, California, where the Cowboys used to trade. Well, certainly in 1987, when you were putting on those shoulder pads, X Tech equipment wasn't around. The leading shoulder pad, no. the, the leading no. shoulder pad uh, company in football. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and, and you know, Keyshawn, I, I bet you you wish it had been around for you because one of the things that is, you know, guys like to look good in their uni. When they're warming up now, all I see are shirts pulled up to show the big X on the pads, and these pads are big time. I mean, it's year nine for the X-Tex Shoulder Pads Company. Bob Broderick, Ted Monica out of New Jersey, they just have a dream about putting these pads out there. Ted's a former equipment manager in the NFL. He understands what's going on. He knows about custom fitting all these. And, look, we know the NFL guys are wearing them now, but they've really gotten into the, the, the youth market, what I call the colleges, the high schools, people of that nature. Fresh approach, new patented design, lightweight, enhanced range of motion, most popular pad, as I mentioned, in the NFL. But how about Ohio State, Oklahoma, Auburn, Oregon, all wearing them? In high school two years ago, how about some elite programs like Katy, Texas, St. Thomas Aquinas in Florida, Bishop Gorman in, the, in, 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 uh, in the Nevada, De La Salle, modern day in California. Parents, they know there are more options out there. They want their kids in the best stuff. And look, this is the best way to do it. Go to xtechpads.com or at xtechpads on the gram and enter Coach21, that's Coach21, get 10% off. One more time, xtechpads.com or at xtechpads on the gram, enter Coach21 for 10% off. The best pads on the market, I put my kid in them when he was playing high school football, and I couldn't have been happier with them. Mm. Charles, we appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the time. All right, Charles. Appreciate you guys. Take All care. Right. All right, Charles Davis again, NFL on CBS analyst. And he joined us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward. Whether it's on the track, the court, or on the field, every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. So they say pressure makes diamonds. It also can burst pipes. Who will be able to handle it this year? That's what we'll discuss next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. 
Hey, it's Greeny and Busy. We will continue to be on Tuesday as NFL teams get set to play their next exhibition games. And we have NFL legends coming up as this week continues, including Chris Collinsworth, Dan Deardorff, and Howie Long. Don't miss it. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is what Yates does. He starts playing the R&B. And now we know the rest of the show is in trouble. It's too early in the week for it. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And that's Tevin Campbell, right? Yes. With us as well. Tevin Campbell's voice you hear on the radio. So, hang on a second. We are brought to you by DoorDash. The uh, summer of Dash Pass and members are getting $10 off groceries, alcohol, and pet food because summer. Try Dash Pass for free and get your year-round savings, exclusive menu items, and zero delivery fees now in the DoorDash app. Terms and conditions apply. So we play Take Your Pick as we talk about pressure on certain players, certain coaches, certain GMs in the NFL to help us do that. Evan takes over. All right, yeah, so who has more pressure? Let's start in New York. Two guys named Judge. Who has more pressure, Joe Douglas, Joe Judge? Take your pick, Key. I would say Joe Douglas. Uh, and the reason is is that you went out and took a quarterback who was somewhat hot at the uh, uh, middle of last year into the end of last year out of BYU and Zach Wilson, and you took a flyer on that when you had a guy that you drafted a couple years earlier and you decided to pass on him, and you probably could have built your roster with that number two pick overall. Instead, you look to the future at the quarterback spot. So I think there's a lot of pressure to be, especially in New York, to pay dirt early right now. Where Joe Judge, on the other hand, it's all the pressure is on Dave Gettleman. He just got there. They're building a team and a roster. He gets Clay Barkley back. I don't think there's a whole lot of pressure for him. People like 
what he's doing for the Giants right now? I think only because of timing is Joe Douglas because he's been there a little bit longer. Joe Judge is still in the early stages, the embryonic stages of his coaching and trying to set a new culture there. I'll tell you what, though, you are seeing players left and right retiring, leaving his training camp, literally giving up on football. He is a hard-driving coach. He is a tough coach. He is an old-school mentality for a guy who's not an old-school guy. He's a younger coach. But I just wonder if that starts to wear on people. Is there pressure on him to make sure that that style – doesn't wear out quickly and turn him into a guy gotta that's got to go. Got to win. Exactly. He's got to win. It's interesting. Got to produce this year. So there's pressure on him to get wins this it's year. It's just interesting, Joe Douglas, because I just, I mean, I never, I don't know where, I don't know where he's going with it and what he's doing, who he's following, what, who's he trying to emulate with his style, Ozzie? you know? Ozzie. Joe Douglas or Joe Judge? Joe Judge. Oh, Joe Judge is trying to beat Bill Belichick. That's his you guy. Know? He's a Belichick parcels. That's his kind of. I just that's that may not style. work though, because guess what they've done? They've won. Yeah, no, it's time. Oh, Bill right, Parcells your, didn't win right away either. Neither did Bill Belichick. Go ahead. Take your pick. Who has more pressure after Josh Allen got his deal? Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield? Hmm. I would say it's probably Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I agree. I think Baker Mayfield has a, a a lot of pressure because Baltimore Ravens have clearly said that Lamar Jackson is their quarterback of the future. The Cleveland Browns really haven't said, well, he's our quarterback of the future. We want to try to get a deal done. They never said that. They want him to be, and they've waited a long time to get a guy of his ability. But you know what, though? Add this part to a key. Lamar Jackson already has a trophy on his shelf. He's already got an MVP. How's their pressure? He's already proven, I can be the best player in the league. I did it already. Yeah. The pressure isn't there for him. He's already proven it. Baker Mayfield hasn't. He, he's shown a lot, but he has not proven what Lamar has proven. So the there's more pressure on him. expectations are higher for the Cleveland Browns, I think, right now than the Baltimore Ravens in general because of everything that Cleveland has done. They go out again and they get a big-time free agent at Jadavion Clowney. They sign Miles Garrett. They go out in free agency and bring in Hill and Johnson from the Rams. OBJ is back. I mean, it's just a lot yeah. of, a lot of stress expectations. on the Browns in Cleveland. All right, we're playing take your pick. Who has more pressure going into the season, John Gruden or John Gruden Jr.? <laughs> Meaning Sean McVay. Oh, I was like, John Gruden Jr.? Yeah, it's just what people think. I think – Another coach that makes it all about him. I think Sean McVay – They sound exactly alike if yeah. you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Well, he learned under him. Mm-hmm. So, I would say it's Sean McVay has more pressure than John Gruden. Because John, John Gruden has a 10-year deal. Yeah, well, he could also <laughs> probably convince the owner we'll be okay. Where – the fans and the, everything that happened with Jared Goff and it's the quarterback and this, that, and the other, and you traded to go get Matthew Stafford and you essentially blamed Matthew Stafford for your failures a year ago. Uh, so I think Jared that, Goff. Yeah, I mean, Jared yeah, yeah, Goff. You blame Jared, you blame Goff, Jared for your Goff for your failures. It wasn't you, you it was the quarterback. Matthew Stafford. So it's one of those deals where it's like, okay, you got what you wanted. Now let's see what you do with it. For McVay, I, I feel like what would be – the break, the breaking point for him. I mean, they'll be, they're going to be good, right? Like, what, what does he have to do? You got to make a strong, you got to make a stronger you gotta run. Make a you run. Did, you got to make a stronger run well, than you did last year in the clearly, playoffs. Yeah, clearly. that that will certainly say, okay, all right, maybe another year, this will be better. But if some reason, just it, I just don't feel like he's on thin ice. I don't think no, he's not. He's not on thin ice. Just pressure. The pressure now, yeah, and it'll ramp up. He's not on thin ice. It'll ramp up if they remain the same as they were last year, which is good, not great. Exactly. Okay.
All right, we'll take your pick. Who has more pressure in 2021, Brian Gutenkunst or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> pressure. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I, I kind of agree. Aaron Rodgers. He, it was a lot made of nothing, right? It was all to do about nothing. And he's in camp. He's doing well. But for some reason, it just doesn't go well. Then people are going to be like, see? Mm. See? Yeah, and, and for good and good, he's like, what pressure's on me? You, he, what did you want? Now. What he, did you yeah, want? Yeah, in. I got you. I got him back. Yeah. I gave him everything he wanted, including the potential of freedom after this season. There's no pressure on me now. I did everything I was supposed to do to make you happy. If you're still not happy, that's a you what problem. If they, what if they don't make the playoffs? Like, oh, what if? stop. Or what if they lose in the first round? Uh, it's, it's, I got to see how it looks. I got to see how it looks. But what if – what just – yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh, no, no, it could. What happen. if they don't make things like this happen, though, man? What if they just don't make the playoffs? They one game out. If, if he looks like if he is Debbie Downer, like miserable, making faces, like not happy, you know, once again blaming everybody but himself. If that's happening during the season, the body language is bad. Oh yeah, yeah, that's going to go south fast. Those fans already were ready to turn on him. They'll turn on him worse, or, or, or they get bounced in the first round. They just get a bad draw. In the first round, they win a division, well, but they don't get the home field advantage. They don't get the home field advantage throughout, or nothing like that. It's they don't get to the buy. It's up to him. And it's then his they just choice lose in the first round. Yeah, well, then he'll decide whether or not he wants to stay there or he wants to go. That's on him. He still they have to wait for that. They better have a plan though if he's ready to leave because it's not Jordan Love. All right, one more quick one. Here we go. Who has more pressure, Urban Meyer or Matt Rule? Oh, Take I like this. I like this. Two college coaches make the jump. Matt Rule. He's already got the year under his belt, already trying to turn the culture there in Carolina. Um, Urban Meyer, as we know, this has never done this before and has done some weird things already at the beginning. I don't think there's any pressure who, who on Urban feeling? Meyer. I think it, it would be more on Matt Rule because, yeah. again, you felt like Teddy Bridgewater couldn't help you. You went out and got Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. You elected not to draft any other quarterback. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is going to be healthy at the beginning of the season for yeah, you. He wasn't him. healthy. He wasn't healthy the entire season for your last quarterback at Teddy Bridgewater. And so you're like, you're getting what you want. So it's a little bit of pressure to perform because of those sort of things. Yeah, you got to start seeing the Panthers show you progress. Although I thought they were very competitive last year. No, they were competitive year. last yeah. year without Christian McCaffrey. Right. That's why I don't understand why they didn't like Teddy Bridgewater. It just didn't make sense to me. Mm. Well, they didn't like make Sam. a lot of sense. Well, the defense likes Sam, according to you. Yeah, the secondary loves Sam right now, but I hope Sam certainly gets gets it going because I am rooting for Sam Darnold. All right, that is Take Your Pick. Always a lot of fun. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You know what's next. Your turn to weigh in. Give the hot takes or ask the questions about the topics that you want to discuss. Call the roulette. Coming up next, that's after Key has this from Rumble On. Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? There's no need to keep putting off because Rubalon.com makes selling easy. You'll have a cash offer in minutes and free pickup on your Harley, Polaris, Mm. Cam, Am, Yamaha. Trade in or sell Rubalon will pay cash no matter what the maker model is. Visit Rubalon.com today and enter promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase on your cash offer, fast bikes, and even faster cash.
It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point, and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, call a roulette. Get the calls loaded up. In the meantime, complaint department key. Yes, complaint department. At original underscore Vaughn. Again, one-third of the cast is in studio today for Key, J, and Z. Seems like Keyshawn, the only person that works given these last two days. But where are the other people in that title? Well... First of all, let so me let's just start with Jay Will. Yeah, let's start with Jay. Jay is relaxing with his family. He just had a newborn. Mm-hmm. So he's chilling. Mm-hmm. And he's allowed to have a vacation. Family time. Okay. Yeah. Plus, he also Zubin, just did the NBA playoffs, the conference finals, and the finals was on the road traveling around. Uh, all of those things. Yeah. And Zubin's been gone for a minute because he's had some personal medical issues that he's dealing with. Feels like a lot more than a minute. So that is where Zubin's at. I am here, but I am also too allowed to have vacation time. That is part of it. So when people continue to ask over and over and over, where's this guy? Where's that guy? People are gone. They'll be back. Just chill. It's the summer. It's the summer. I just wanted to address it because I'm tired of people asking. <laughs> that tweet is one of And then yesterday they said I never work. Yes. Like, make up your damn mind. Well, this tweet is one of, like, a thread that he has had of just noting how often no one is apparently on the show. So, we'll have it at that. He's but watching you know what, at though? the bad time. Uh, Stoops did say, man, Key, I'm happy to have you back. So, there's a positive tweet. Coach Stoops? Uh, it just said Stoops. It's oh. uh, at Bishop uh, something. I, I don't know. I can't. Uh, Craig, though, said, bring back Shea. Keyshawn should do New York sports only. Shay should do a national sports show. She includes all sports. Why should I do a New York sports show only? I don't know. You hate New York. I just, Very it's strange. not that I hate it. I just don't feel like screaming and yelling all day long, talking about the Knicks. Why are you talking about screaming and yelling? No, what do you mean by that? Oh, Come on. The worst. The, the Yankees sp- couldn't hold the lead last night. What do you God. say? Oh, my head hurts already. Move on. Sebastian says, so great to have the guys back. Alan is solid gold. Thank you. It should be uh, – <laughs> let's see. That's about it. Everything's been pretty positive. Uh, oh, my goodness. All right, yeah, let's get to this. Let's get to the spinning and the calls. Go, let's go, let's go. 
line one. Hey, it's Chuck from Kentucky. Hey, Chuck. Um, earlier you said, who do you think is going to be the biggest threat to the uh, Buccaneers out of the NFC? Uh, I just want to say thanks, Key. I think it's going to be Seattle without a doubt uh, with the new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron. I think uh, Russell's going to come out. He's going to uh, definitely put up some huge numbers with the addition of Gerald Everett, uh, big tight end throw to. Also the additions of Alden Smith on defense and uh, Witherspoon cornerback. Uh, appreciate the love for Seattle, King. You all have a good one. You got it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, feels I like think you it, do. I do they, because they, they they went out and got a killer Witherspoon, a kid that was Colorado who had an up and down four years in San Francisco, but he's a lot like Richard Sherman style of play. Gives them that on the back end in the secondary. Gerald Everett, a tight end that came over from the Rams with his offensive coordinator, gives them that big tight end presence that they thought they were going to get in Greg Olson a year ago, but several wow. years ago with Jimmy Graham. So I, I like it. I just like Seattle. I think, I mean, I just think that they're going to be there in the end. Yeah, again, defense is what you want to watch and see if they can get some of that back. Call the roulette brought to you by Napa. Let's spin it. Whether it's next day delivery or getting involved in their local communities, Napa goes above and beyond to serve you because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Line three. Corey from New York. What's up? Hey, guys. uh, Should the New York Jets be interested in C.J. Henderson? And if Michael Thompson Thomas comes available, should they be interested? Thank you. I, I couldn't hear. I didn't I hear what he said who should be interested. Yeah, I, so should the Jets be interested Jets in CJ Henderson, who's the uh, you know cornerback for the Jaguars, who's on the trade block? Oh, or, that, yeah, or right. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver from the Saints, who doesn't want to play for the <laughs> who Saints. Does apparently doesn't want to play for the Saints. He thinks I've never no, heard. Henderson, I've never heard that he didn't want to play for the Saints with the people that I know. I think that are close good. to the organization. <laughs> I've never heard that at all, and I'm not going to put that false rumor. But out. But Henderson's interesting because he it, he. He hasn't practiced in a couple of days. Like, all of a sudden, he's just not available to the team. Personal reasons Man, away from the I team. Have is no Urban idea. ready to move on from he, him? Would you give him 19 if he went to the Jets? <laughs> 19, <laughs> green and white. Thomas, looks good. Yeah, you, looks are, you, good. are you sure New York is ready for another one? Are you sure? We weren't That's ready the, the first time. Y'all wasn't ready for the first one, <laughs> so y'all certainly, can't handle, y'all certainly can't handle the second one. Yeah, could y'all really? Could y'all I mean, really handle when you my say nephew? That we're now warmed up for it after yeah. we waited long y'all enough tried, to get over Y'all it. tried to ruin my career; it didn't work. Y'all thought y'all was shipping me to Tampa Bay, and that would be history. Who got the last laugh? He's lap? never gonna win in Tampa. Who got the last laugh, Mike Tannenbaum? I mean, he's been there five years. That's longer than you've been with any organization. So I'm saying it might be time for a change. Oh well. Anyway, uh, your dad helped you get the job. Can you? Can I'll you, go to that one again. So you you are denying the the uh, the suggestions, the rumors that maybe Michael Thomas isn't happy I've in never, New Orleans and wants I've, to leave. I've never ever ever, ever heard my nephew say that he wasn't happy in New Orleans. Never, no. ever. No, Never, but, ever, 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 But he did ever, go to ever, Instagram ever. And, and kind well, of he does that a lot, he's not happy with. Well, he didn't suggest that. All he said was, they're lying on me. I ain't telling it. I, I'm not telling on them, and they're trying to put me in a bad place. That's right. all he said. Well, that doesn't sound like a great relationship, does it? Well, you sometimes you, you have bad relationships. You can still Don't work together. Don't you want Zach Wilson throwing him footballs? No, I do As not. His uncle. No, I do say, not. I want to see Zach no. Wilson throwing amazing nope. across-the-field touchdown passes to Michael Thomas. 